Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Welcome to Urban Spelunking, brought to you by Midwest Stairs and Iron. Today we're talking about a schoolhouse in Milwaukee, and we are, we're going back in time, Bobby, to the mid-1950s to when this school was brand new, when it first opened to the public. We're talking about Custer High School, now Barack Obama School. But yeah, this, this opened up in 1955, and you found some really cool pictures that captured this moment of Milwaukee history. Yeah, it was pretty cool because there was a, a ton of pictures, but I tried to pick like a representative sample of different kinds of things. So there's like pictures of the outside of the building and pictures of a teacher in the library and a picture of a student in what looks like a radio yeah. facility and like a bunch of just that sort of happy days era <laughs> high school experience, right? And this was a pretty big deal when Custer High School opened to the public because it was the first new high school in Milwaukee since World War II, you found out, right? Yeah, so um, Pulaski was the last one built before the war in the late 30s. And uh, then really nothing had been built for a while because of the war and shortages of, you know, basically all materials and had to sort of go toward the war, war effort. Um, but afterward, uh, around 1949-50, they built 81st Street School and that just sort of like set off this huge school building boom uh, an expansion boom, especially on the northwest side where there and the southwest sides where there were these neighborhoods that really just kind of sprung up practically overnight um, as they built all of this uh, housing for returning GIs. So Custer High School, when it opens, again, this is on Sherman Boulevard. Um, these pictures that you found, tell us about how you gained access to this this incredible look at at this slice of Milwaukee history. Uh, where did where did these pictures come from? These pictures came from uh, Adam Levin, who runs the Old Milwaukee Facebook, but he had gotten them from somebody else who just knew of his love for photos. And he came to me because he knew of my love <laughs> for old schools. Um, and that's kind of how a lot of, the, you know, Facebook is really kind of, you know, say what you will about social media and Facebook, but it's really opened up a lot of these avenues for uncovering all of these things that sort of sat around and people didn't really appreciate them or if they did appreciate them, didn't have really some sort of means to share them with other people. So mm -hmm. these groups like Old Milwaukee on Facebook have really kind of brought yeah. brought a lot of these pictures that we wouldn't have otherwise seen to light. So these were actual slides that you found from a slideshow that were digitized? Uh, yeah, so apparently it was somebody who worked in the school had found this bunch of, uh, bunch of slides that were going to go in the trash, and he saved them. Oh, wow. Them. And, uh, so Adam from the trash. Yeah, and Adam loves, uh, loves these sort of Kodachrome ectochrome slides so he bought like a slide scanner and he's able to to scan them off the actual slides oh thank goodness for for that that guy that like absolutely reached into the trash and, and prevented these things from being lost I, I i remember talking to adam about other photos that he's digitized from from this era too and it, it does give you that that there's just it, it just it is that era you know the color the alone color, right oh, right yeah, <laughs> yeah it just takes you right there it really so does cool. Well, coming up in the second part of the conversation here, we're going to talk more about those photos and, and the impact that that had on social media when you shared it, because people were just reacting and, and coming through from 19 class of 1962 and just so many <laughs> memories that that sparked. We're going to talk more about that, plus the impact that this school had on other Milwaukee architecture, uh, at least in terms of schoolhouses, coming up next on Urban Spelunking. Every time you tune into 88.9, you discover something new. Your musical horizons expand or you journey to a new corner of Milwaukee. 
Our programming introduces you to new artists, finds hope and inspiration in our community, and connects you to your neighbors. If you enjoy Radio Milwaukee, then we invite you to make another discovery, the power of membership. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart to learn more. And we are back at the former Custer High School. Now, uh, the official title, Bobby? It's called the Barack Obama School of Career and Technical Education. Wanted to get the full title in there. <laughs> um, so this was built in 1955. And as we, as we mentioned, we found uh, you, you, you found these photos from Adam, Adam Levin. And uh, what happened when you shared these photos on, on Milwaukee's social media? Well, you know, it's amazing. We, whenever you, sh- whenever I have these uh, sort of collections of old photos that I share, um, some come from Adam, some come from other people. Um, people just love, you know, they like the stories about going back in time and and to read about it. But really, what they love more is the photos. I could probably stop writing anything <laughs> and just run photos, and people would be just as happy. Um, I think that's called Instagram. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's really the the visual thing that I think gets people excited because they're just immediately transported back. And I got just dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of comments on posts of this on social media. And um, some people were like, oh, you know, what was cool was that some people could look at the pictures and they could identify some of the like teachers and staff members in the photos, which I thought was pretty amazing. They're like, oh, that's that is, Mr. That So-and-so is, in the library, right. um, which I thought was great. Um, but I think too that, you know, they just, so many people just posted, you know, something, oh, my sister went there, oh, I went there, whatever. But some people just were like, class of 62. Right. And then the <laughs> next one was like, class of 88. It's just, just dozens of those, just people saying when they graduated, just almost like this point of pride, like they were signing a guest book, <laughs> you know, like they were at the building itself. And I think just to see the pictures is such a powerful reminder of this really formative time in people's lives. I think people really relate to their high schools, don't they? I mean, you know, might have loved it, you might have hated it, but you're really just sort of like, I'm a Marshall guy or I'm a Madison guy, you know, or yeah. I'm a, whatever, you know. I think people really, really identify with their high schools. And so to see pictures of this school and especially how it looked when a lot of these people went there, because if they could identify these teachers, they were, you know, they, they were there at around that time. Uh, to just it really just transports you back. Yeah, yeah. These these photos were were such a treat to look at because you do see so you know you see things that you see in high schools today, and you, you look you look at these close up shots of like the you know the gymnasium or the football team's face masks, and it it looks from a different era in some ways, but in other ways pretty familiar. I could say for me, Bobby, like I like I went to uh, my high school for the first time since I graduated, so uh, like fi- more than fifteen years ago just recently for a play and it was it was just really weird walking through the halls and you know a lot of it looks just like it did back then and that wasn't even that long ago talking about you know comparing comparing this to the 1950s and a reminder that there's there's these these people are living in milwaukee who are deeply attached to the this history and yeah uh, you know high school's history really is um a city's history yeah i haven't been back to my high school since i left but i what's funny is i'm friends with people still whose kids now go to the high school which is really weird because they go to like see their kids in plays and stuff in the same school they went to which that would just blow my mind i think so this 
particular school, being that it was the first one since World War II to be built in Milwaukee, it had kind of an impact, a lasting impact on future MPS construction that would follow. How did, well, that, how did that shake out? Well, I think it's if you look at it, I mean, a lot of people, I think, would look at this building, and even if they didn't go to this school, would just be like, that looks just like my high school. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, the same way if you look at like North Division and South Division high schools, which were built in the late 70s. Those look exactly like my high school in Brooklyn, which was built in the mid-70s. So um, there really are these kind of trends in school architecture, like national trends in school architecture that mean, you know, that certain eras sort of fit in certain styles of buildings. And this building was done by Grassold and Johnson, which was a Milwaukee architecture firm that did tons of buildings that looked sort of like this all over town, like civic buildings. And um, mm-hmm. they have the same sort of mid-century modern kind of vibe. And what's interesting to me is to see that, you know, we we see these buildings now and they look maybe a little tired. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's sort of hard sometimes to see the inspiration. A building that's from 1955 is, I suppose, by uh, by some standards, still pretty new but in school yeah. standards it's it's they they tend to age a little more quickly and yeah. the needs of students have changed obviously a lot since mm-hmm. the the mid 1950s so uh, it's it's this kind of in between it, it it doesn't feel new and it's kind of interesting to see a Milwaukee school uh like this present like when it was new you yeah know? I feel like it makes it feels like it really sort of helps open your eyes a little bit to why people would have been like this is a stunning modern new <laughs> up to the minute kind of building exactly like, you yeah. get a much better vision of that than if you sort of walk into a building like this today, which is not to say it's not kept up and stuff, but they age over time and whatever, you know, but this, you definitely get a little more feel for the sort of excitement that would have been around an unveiling of a building like this at the time. Um, especially when you think like the most recent high schools before this were already 20 years old, practically by the time this was built, because there hadn't yeah. been anything for so long. Yeah, so, wow. so Custer, uh, not Custer, um, Pulaski and, uh, King, these sort of Art Deco looking buildings, Juno High School, those would have been the most recent buildings, which probably looked pretty outdated by the mid 50s when architecture had become definitely more modern, uh, less ornamental, and those were definitely heavily ornamented Art Deco buildings. So, so this must have just been like a mind blowing <laughs> moment for people to to see this sort of modern take on the school and you know this was as we say the first high school but loads of other schools were built around this time middle schools like Wilbur Wright which is now Milwaukee School of Languages on 84th and Burleigh and also Marshall High School was built in 61 all had a similar look so this looks a lot like a lot of schools in the district so what what were some of the real distinctive architectural features of a, a 1955 schoolhouse because you mentioned that it does look a lot different than the ones that came before it so what, what, what were some of the elements of that modern design? I think one of the, you know, first of all, they te- they were lower. They weren't like, they weren't vertical buildings as much as they were horizontal buildings. They seem to have been bu- built on bigger plots of land. Um, because especially okay. on the northwest side, they had sort of more room to spread out. They weren't tucking them into uh, tight, more, you know, more tightly built neighborhoods. Uh, so they were a lot more horizontal. And if you look at the pictures of, um, of Custer, Obama, you see that, much more like entire walls of windows. Yeah. Yeah. So like, whereas in the past you had much more sort of, uh, older style fenestration, you know, like window placement where you had fewer 
windows. You'd have a window, then some space, then a window, then some space. This, you look, there's entire stretches that just run almost the entire length of the building of all windows. So definitely different in that sense too. So obviously you could probably tell Bobby is, uh, he's very into these conversations about these old school houses. <laughs> Bobby, you are in love with this. And and thank goodness, because if we didn't have you keeping, you know, paying so close attention to this particular, this, it's like, this is pretty niche, like Milwaukee schoolhouses. I feel like you got to be the number one expert on this topic. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe just the loudest. You're up there. Yeah, you're, you're definitely up there. <laughs> I'm just the fact, most vocal, uh, maybe. Right? Um, <laughs> what is it that you love so much about these old school buildings? I just, it sort of goes back to what we talked about earlier. I just love, they're such important buildings to people. Do you know what I mean? Like yes, when you grow up, yeah. like think about the number of hours of your youth you spent in your grade school. You know, right? like the, from going there five days a week, all those weeks out of the year for how many years, plus whatever stuff you did after school, that sort of thing. Just, you know, you it's second only to your house, you know, and right? it's where you yeah. made friends. It's where uh-huh. you learned how to like work stuff out <laughs> with people and be social and be, you know, it's where you learned, you know, it's where you learned to read probably where you learned. It's just such a formative experience and and like i said we, about the high schools it you it becomes such an ingrained part of who you are i mean who who doesn't remember the name of every school they went to unless yeah, you were somebody never, who never, moved constantly or something yeah, you know what absolutely. i mean but but everyone you know can say the name of the grade school they can tell you what it looked like they can they'll immediately start naming off teachers <laughs> you know it's just such a it's such a key part of who we are. Make no mistake, this this school is still very much open and serving oh, students. Yeah. At least it will be when when students can go back there in person. For now, if uh, if you don't subscribe, definitely hit subscribe right now and get that episode delivered to you. Podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from your membership and from On Milwaukee. You can subscribe to this podcast. Do it right now. Click subscribe. Also, if you could rate and review, that helps us out a ton. On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo. Thanks. Thanks, Nate.